0: What's going on, travelers? Welcome to episode ninety two of The Resonance, a weekly Genshin Impact podcast. I'm your host, Rand, and returning with me this week is Emerald. How's it going, Em?
1: It's doing very well.
0: How's your week uh how's your weekend in gaming and Genshin been going?
1: Uh I haven't really played much Genshin lately, I will admit. I've just been kind of just, you know, doing other things.
0: Oh, what 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 other things are we getting into? Anything exciting?
1: just work for the most part.
0: Yeah, well, I feel like that's a never-ending grind for anybody. Have you uh, have you come across anything new?
1: Well, I mean, you you ever so kindly showed me that um that new game.
0: Yeah, Unicorn Overlord. Unicorn
1: Overlord. O- yeah. Overlord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's <clears throat> it's great. I love it a lot.
0: Yeah, anything from Vanillaware is usually going to end up being at least very, very pretty to look at. But uh, when I when oh, I yeah. saw it's, the
1: it's stunning,
0: yeah. When I when I saw the gameplay, I was like, "Oh no, this is this is totally right up Emerald's alley." So I am glad they had a free demo that you could check it out. So you've been having fun with it?
1: Oh yeah, I've been having a lot of fun with it. I think I've played maybe about an hour or so or something. Okay, uh, but just... I've been on and off playing all day.
0: Nice story stuff.
1: lot the story oh yeah like i said no i was immediately invested
0: sweet i think they said <clears throat> that the demo runs for like seven hours or something like that then whenever you do if you save it actually you can continue on in the retail game if you actually end up buying it
1: oh i definitely will be buying it that's for one things for sure
0: yeah i've got the demo downloaded it's definitely on my things to playlist but i also just got hell divers so that has been taking up like all my time here recently
1: yeah, I heard that game's pretty good.
0: It's uh it, it's been nuts. I don't know if you've ever seen the Starship Troopers movie. But um No. Okay, well that's uh, first of all, you need to rectify that because that movie is phenomenal. But well, it's What pretty, if but... I know no to. <laughs> oh come on, that's great like sci-fi camp. It's it's both terrible and like wonderful all at the same time. But this game is essentially just that made into a game and it's been an insane amount of fun so i've got that but 2024 is kind of a crazy year for gaming and we're only into february we've got Elden ring got a big expansion this came out tekken 8 came out uh unicorn overloads unicorn overlord is coming out i think like next week
1: next week it comes out
0: i think so it comes out pretty quick
1: damn and, uh, okay
0: yeah, and the new uh, the next chapter on uh, the Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is getting ready to come out. So it's... um.
1: And I know later we've got Prince's Peach Showtime's coming out in March.
0: That game looks super cute. I do want to play that. I
1: know. And we still don't have release dates for the TTYD remake or the Dark Moon remake, but I'm really excited for those two.
0: TTYD?
1: Thousand Year Door?
0: I don't know that one.
1: Paper Mario.
0: Okay, cool. That helps. There you go. Okay,
1: Paper Mario the Thousand Year Door. It just gets shortened to (laughs) TTYD.
0: Got it. Okay, it threw me for a minute. Paper Mario, I know, and then the extended subtitle on it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, because we just got Super Mario uh, RPG. Just got its remake here recently. And that's when... that was
1: last year, actually, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Late last year. Mm
0: -hmm. Because I think that After Paper or after Mario RPG, like Nintendo and Square split because that was a Square Enix and Nintendo joint venture. And so, like, Paper Mario is like the spiritual successor to that, is what I heard. So, I guess
1: probably, yeah, because I think Paper Mario, if I remember correctly, is done by Intelligent Systems. Okay. Which is the same people that do Fire Emblem. Oh,
0: sweet. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, so, okay, cool. And it also it would make sense for them to do that remake right after they did the uh, Super Mario RPG remake, so you can play them pretty much back-to-back. Yeah, and back, I've never so.
1: played Thousand Year Door, so I'm okay. hoping to rectify that soon. <laughs> nice, you got something new to look
0: forward to. Awesome. So, um, With Genshin, uh, we've had a couple new things that have been going on. Have you done any of the new events, the new combat event, or the new, um, the new cooking event?
1: I haven't done the cooking event yet, because, uh, oh. like I said, I have... Barely touched Genshin this past week.
0: Gotcha. Uh, the combat event was... It's Is a combat the combat
1: event? event where you had the energy stuff?
0: No. So this one, you have, like, you're given... You don't get to use any of your own characters. You're given... Yeah,
1: that's what I'm talking about. It had, like, you had to have, like... Oh.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you with, can only like, like... You
1: were given a random a selection of characters, and then you had to mm-hmm. choose which ones. Then you had to base the team comp based on the characters you had. Yep, And you could only use like those characters for like two rounds
0: Correct.
1: max. Yeah, that's it, what I was talking about with the energy stuff because okay. it had the little lightning bolts.
0: Yeah, now I get what you mean by energy. But yeah, that's exactly what it is. And um,
1: Okay, yeah, that's the last event I've played. I personally really liked it. I, I'll be honest with
0: you, as far as combat events go, I did appreciate the novelty of this one because it really made me think about different characters that I was going to try and run together and different team comps and reactions and stuff. So, That's how
1: I uncovered that Yelan was really good with Al-Haytham.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I bet once you infuse him with the Dendron, if you link up Yelan's burst, I bet it just wrecks. But um, yeah, so as far as like the combat events, I did go through and clear that one out. And I, I, I appreciate that because it lets me try out new characters, run them in different team compositions, and you know get an idea of who I might want to pull for in the future. I haven't already. Um, I will say, I tried using Yayamiko, and aside from throwing down her little pillar I'm things. Miko, my beloved. I'm not sure how to use her.
1: I mean. That's pretty much it. Throw it's down pillars and swap out? Turret burst turret. Yeah. Okay. Turret burst turret. That's all you gotta do.
0: Got it. Okay. Well, that makes me feel better then, because that, that's pretty much what I was doing. It's like, I hope I'm doing this right, but.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's. She's like a. I guess what's the right term? That would be an off field sub DPS. Yep. You just place down her turrets, swap okay. her out.
0: Okay, cool. Easy enough. I'll, I, I I can roll with that. Um, but yeah, I got to play. So I did appreciate that. I've actually been throwing pulls at Yayamiko. I think I'm up to like 30 pity and she hasn't answered yet. So
1: if I she answers. get her though.
0: She, the thing is like I'm on my 50-50. So if she I'm does not. answer, then cool. But if not, then I'm not going to be like, super heartbroken. Because I feel like she gets rerun like a lot.
1: I don't think so. I think but. this might be her third one.
0: Okay. Second, well,
1: maybe? Second yeah. or third.
0: But I know that we've also got new characters. I like, know we got got uh, Chiori's getting ready to come out. And then, let's see.
1: Oh, yeah. Drip marketing is in mm-hmm. two weeks.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. we got her character card, but not the actual drip marketing. Yeah, so that should be out here pretty quick. Um, and then later on down the road, um, you'll have other characters of questionable rarity. You know, we got Siegeween. Uh, Clorind, uh, yeah, don't think I
1: didn't hear the two of you talking crap about Siege when last episode.
0: <laughs> hey, to be honest, with you, he started talking bad about Siege Wing and I called him off. So, uh-huh. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I I stood up for your girl. I was like, she's not my thing, but I was like, no, nah, Emerald really likes Siege we so we're, we're gonna be nice. But the cooking event is live right now. And there's going to be four chapters of that. And I will say there are some things I really, really like about the cooking event and some things I don't. Now, some things I like. So, one, I like that you get the recipes that you get from cooking at the Wanchu restaurant. That's always a really nice touch whenever you get the actual things from the event. When you're actually playing it, it's got – it's not – I was expecting it to be like the cooking mama kind of like gameplay where you like spin things around or shake them and everything else. But a lot of it's really just kind of like rhythm tapping. It's like, oh, tap when it's over with the gold areas or hold this down and let it go when it's in the gold area. And that's pretty yeah, much that's it. Yeah, that's what
1: it showed back in the preview stream trailer too, the tapping. Yeah. Like it's essentially just timing.
0: Yeah. And and I thought that was, I knew there was going to be some of that, but I didn't know that, that was going to be pretty much all that there was going to be. I thought there were going to be like a little more differentiating, differentiating, like things you would have to do. So that's, that's Okay. One thing I really like is that there are some, like, the animations that they put in for when the traveler is cooking and moving from, like, station to station are, for some reason, really, really smooth. Oh, well, that's good to hear. Yeah, they've got like, really smooth and unique animations from when he's, like, oh, he's stirring, or then when he's chopping or pouring the stuff from the bowl out. It's very nice to look at, even though it's just the Traveler cooking. So there's that... Um, I like that we do meet friendly faces, like people that we've traveled with. I don't want to spoil it for you since you haven't done it yet, but we do end up cooking for like the other characters that we run into from like Suneru, Fontaine, and the other areas. Yeah. Now, now I will say that when you're done cooking and you actually put down the dish, you actually get to plate the dish. You get to choose like, oh, what kind of dish do I want to put it on? And then you get to pick two decorations to put on the tray.
1: Nuh-uh.
0: Yeah, so that's that's really nice. I was like, oh, cool, I really like this.
1: I get to accessorize my dish? Yeah. Obsessed. Yeah,
0: yes. so there's like there's two different accessories, and then there's like four choices for each one, and you can kind of mix and match based on what you want. The only thing that bothers me is that when, after you do that, and you go out to the table, and you sit with your friends, and you talk, and you eat and stuff like that, the choices you make are not reflected on the table. And... That upsets me because it's oh. like, yeah, because it's like, what's the point of accessorizing? I wish you could do like a screenshot of like, you know, the cooked meal, then that's fine. Because it's like you make like a, a high definition looking meal and that's nice. But I wish they like, oh, well, I decided to put a lamp or like a plant or something like that on it. And I wish that it would show that on the table when you actually sit down, but it doesn't. It just has a preset table spread that's Dang. there. Yeah. So that kind of missed me, but... The event is is short. It's cute. Um, it's easy. Primo gems, um, and like I it does offer a little bit of novelty gameplay. I do wish that the gameplay was a little more diverse, a little more. Uh, what do I want to say? I'm not sure, but yeah, just just had some like different things, like you know, move this thing left to right, or if you're stirring, like yeah, rotate I wish your joystick. It had different,
1: and... like um, you know, mechanics other than just one
0: exactly thank you so it's like oh we're gonna stir the bowl i don't want to just hold down the button and let it go maybe like rotate the joystick or the d-pad and actually do the stirring or if i'm chopping instead Um, of like let me just stir the the mouse
1: real quick yeah exactly circle sure yeah just
0: spin around in a circle that'd be that'd be great You only got to do it for a minute or when i'm chopping instead of just tapping on the gold area, actually maybe like rapidly tap on the button actually chop the veggies and things
1: heck yeah button mashing and in my Genshin Impact. Yeah,
0: I get, give it to me. I want it. So, uh, cooking event, like I said, it's cute. It's pretty to look at. Kind of hit and miss. But uh, I like it. It's nice and casual. But uh, we do have a little bit of news. Not a whole heck of a lot, but we'll go and get it covered. Because um, we did get the new Fontaine OST album. The Pelagic Primality. Prim- I don't know yeah i'm not going to try and pronounce that but so there's a new fontaine album out with all the new uh the fontaine music i will say that the album just like all the rest of hoyo mix's albums are is very is very well conducted It's very well put together it's a lot of it is very like atmospheric like very dark and brooding and kind of sad um, it's not as, like, melodic sad as, say, like, Economia or or Dragonspine, but it's more just, like, really heavy and, like, depressing. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, that makes a lot
0: of sense. Yeah, which, uh, you know, like I said, it does make sense. It's, it fits, you know, the later themes of Fontaine with, you know, everything going on with Farina and the murders and the prophecy and everything. So, it, it fits... But for me, it's not something nice to sit down and listen to unless I'm in a really specific mood. Um, so I would say that as far as they go, this one's probably not amongst my favorite albums. but
1: Yeah.
0: But if you do like the Fontaine music, this definitely gonna be more of that. And there is some there's like a couple tracks that are in there, a little more lighthearted. They got like, you know, things like the accordion and and the strings and the flute music and stuff we get in the overworld. But overall, the album came off very kind of a depresso espresso.
1: Um, it's Fontaine. What what else can you expect?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I expected from you know, the second half of Fontaine, because Fontaine starts off real happy and jovial and gets dark very fast. Um, the second bit of news that we have is we had another one of the videos come out where they're making wonderful foods on YouTube, And trying to give us recipes and instructions so that we can butcher the meals here at home. Epic. Yes. So on this one, they did the gourmet tour Liyue's cuisine collection number seven, and this time they did the Wanmen restaurant's boiled fish.
1: Ooh.
0: And I love. Do you like
1: me a good fish dish?
0: Yeah. It's it's like a nice big like stew.
1: Ooh. Yeah,
0: and so I really like watching these because I like watching, like, cooking shows and stuff anyway. So, like, seeing these where it's, like, very kind of, like, very, like, craft cooking and stuff, I'm like, yes, this is awesome. Like, here, here's your instructions on how to do it. It's like, I will never do this at home. Not a chance.
1: Maybe I'll have to send it to my dad. He'll probably be able to make it. He likes to cook.
0: Oh, You you should totally do that, and then if you go and do it, then uh, you should take pictures and let us see how it turns out. Cause I want to see yeah, if he I'll can have make to it. Yeah, show as, it to him then. Yeah, let's see if he can make it as artsy as they did in uh in the video. That would be neat to see.
1: That would be cool. <laughs> I doubt that he would, but he, at least he'd be able to make the dish.
0: I mean, as and you know, as far as I see, you know, a lot of people say that presentation as much is as much of a part of it as the meal itself. But to me, I mean, taste is everything. I will totally eat something if it looks like crap. If, if it looks absolutely terrible, as long as it tastes good, I will demolish it. I don't care. Like, I've had people make food like, oh, you know, I'm sorry it looks like this. And, you know, you don't have to eat it if you don't want to. But then you, like, eat it. It's like, oh, this is great. and It's like, I don't give a crap what know, it's going to look like. just too. Yeah. Just or, put it. or
1: you could be like me and my family where, like, We'll make something, but something will be wrong with it. Mm-hmm. We'll still eat it anyways, but we'll complain about it the whole
0: time. <laughs> well, at least you're honest about it. You're not know, going to tell,
1: oh, yeah, this is great. Mm. No, we, well, no, because we'll all do it. Like, there was one time where we made um some cookies. I think my grandma made some cookies, but yeah. she forgot an ingredient or something. They were still okay cookies. But we complained the whole time while we ate them.
0: <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm sure. I got, what did I do one time? Oh yeah, one time I made like curry. I made like it's Japanese curry, and I make it all the time. Um, but I didn't know that my rice cooker had broken at some point. Oh no! And so we had like we started plating Ran. and we started eating, and the rice wasn't fully cooked. So we bit into it, it's just no. you just got this like crunch going out. I'm like, oh no! Oh like, no! Like it was like just cooked enough on top to where it was like, oh yeah, the rice is good, but then the bottom part didn't. And it was just hard rice and, like, the water, and it was like, oh, my God. And, like, like my, my mom, mom and dad, like, looked at me, and my girlfriend looked at me, and they're kind of like, ah, oh. I'm like, yeah. They're like, no, it's good, really. Like, they're trying to, like, be, like, really nice about it. No. But it's kind of like, nah. I
1: would be so nah. embarrassed.
0: <laughs> the rice is bad. I'm so sorry. And rice takes like 20. It's like, not we just like do more rice. And my rice cooker was broken. I was like, yeah, this is, this is bad. So I think we ended up like saving, like the, we put like the curry aside and threw the rice. I think we only like got wings or something. I can't remember. <laughs> oh, like, at
1: least <laughs> but, yeah. you still had the good curry
0: though. Oh my God. It was so bad. But, but now I have a, now I have a, um, which called an Instapot. And Instapot makes makes great rice in like half the time. So
1: Nice, nice.
0: Yeah. Uh, but uh yeah, so that's actually gonna be it for the news. We got some uh, a new Fontaine album and a nice cool cooking video. And I know that we've got some we should be coming up on some things for the next expansion pretty quick. I saw like you said with uh, Chiori. And the next week so we should have some drip marketing and stuff coming out. That's pretty what soon, I said. I we? think
1: like two weeks, next two weeks.
0: Yeah, because I know Legend Right tends to run for a long time. But uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm quickly running out of things. I'm already back to like the normal grind since I just finished up the cooking bit. Uh, so yeah, I'm pretty much ready. I'll, I'll probably go ahead and knock out probably Navia's character quest sometime this week. And uh, if have we, we don't not have
1: done uh, San Yuns yet.
0: We have not. We haven't done Zhan and we haven't done Navias yet. Uh, so we'll have to do those. But uh I'm like halfway through Zhan because it told me like, oh you should do this before lantern right. And I was like, okay, cool. And it made me jump on that. But then I got distracted and didn't finish the, the quest anyway, so I gotta do that. So I actually yeah, I, I will actually probably finish Shanyun's before I finish. then cried. I'll do Navias. <laughs> So I've like seen like I haven't seen all of Janu's on like Twitch streams or anything, but I've seen parts of it. Um, but I, I, I hear it's, I hear it's really good, so I'm excited. Oh, to Oh
1: yeah, I it. know it's really good. Sweet.
0: So, all right, well, let's uh, let's pop off to a little break. I need something to drink real quick, and when we come back, I want to jump in and get to know you a little bit more because the last couple episodes where we have Dalton and then Milty on, you you pointed out to me that. We never had a chance to really get to know you as a person and a, and actually a Genshin player.
1: I know I didn't really get a chance to have a proper episode. I was yeah. just kind of a thrown right yeah. to the wolves of discussion.
0: Yeah, right. So, uh, like, so I got a kind of a feel for it. Like when I had Dalton back on, it was like, hey, you know, we spent like the whole time getting caught up and everything else. And then it kind of got me in like a rhythm where I can kind of handle that. And then with Milt, it's like, hey, you know, let's get to know Milty, and we kind of did. So now that I feel like I actually have half an idea of what I'm doing, we should probably do that for you because you said, hey, I never got one of those. I'm like, yes, because you came on right after I did, and I didn't know what I was doing. So we're gonna we're gonna rectify that tonight. Alrighty. <laughs> All right. So yep, let's take a little break, and we'll be back here in just a second.
1: Okie dokie.
0: And we are back. Awesome. So uh, on our break, I did go back and I did click through the the new Fontaine album a little bit. And there are a couple more, little more upbeat songs that I wasn't expecting. But then I got to number 28. And there is a song in there called Thelksy's Murmurs. And uh, yeah, that, that's... Oh,
1: that's from the um, the Thelksy event from a while ago. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and it it does like the little like music box kind of like sounds that just designed to like make you sad. So yeah, uh, yeah tractor. Yeah, so that that track sucks. Uh, that. What do you mean it sucks? <laughs> you're not allowed to make me feel things like that. That's, that's just an, well, an, it's
1: going to.
0: It, it, it is. It is. So uh, yeah, I was going through. I was like, oh, of course they would have this, and it's like the most depressing thing ever. And it's like, okay, sweet. So, it just recalled that event, too. But that was a good event. I enjoyed the Deluxe event. So, but, Emerald, we need to get to know you. You've been on the show for well over, God, what, a dozen episodes now?
1: Uh, pretty much, yeah.
0: Yeah. And I started,
1: what, beginning of October?
0: Yeah, something like that. Yeah, because you came on, like, right after I did. Because, uh, yeah, Pharaoh, Pharaoh had to go. He, he's got, like, five other shows and things that he does and then Dalton was doing real-life stuff, and I was like, I'm not going to do this alone because people do not want to just listen to me talk, and that's not fun anyway. So, yeah, we really get... I feel like that we've gotten to know, like, some things about you as the show has gone on, but I think we just need to really, like, just, you know, put it in stone and really know exactly, you know, what your favorites are, what are your highs, what are your lows, and things like that. How do you feel?
1: Uh, yeah, that sounds like a good idea.
0: Awesome. So... Are I feel you... like I
1: don't get to talk about me as much.
0: Yeah, yeah. So this is this is your time to gush. So, um, now first thing first, are you are you like an old school player, or would you consider yourself more of like a newer player?
1: Well, I'm not sure where exactly I fall since I started at the tail end of 1.3. Okay. I... So I missed the first Lantern Rite by not much. I had been following the game since the beginning, but I didn't start playing until, like, the March after its release.
0: Okay. Was there a reason why you didn't, like, start off, like, on the launch, or did you just not have your attention? I
1: didn't have my own computer Ah. or anything at -hmm. that time. But I started eventually playing it on my brother's computer, and then I eventually got my own stuff, which is where I have been playing Genshin ever since.
0: Cool, cool, cool. And once you jumped on, did you pretty much just hit it, stick with it, just hit the ground running?
1: Pretty much, yeah.
0: What would you I say... say the... Oh, go ahead.
1: Oh, no, what were you saying?
0: I was going to say, like, once you did, what would you say was is what roped you into sticking around?
1: I... Really, it's just the lore and the characters.
0: Okay, was there any like, particular point, like anything in like the Archon quest, or any specific character at all that you're just like, yes, this is the game for me?
1: Uh, well, should be kind of obvious. Uh, Kaya and Child.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I I knew the answer, but I, I had to ask for the sake of the listeners. Like, I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask it anyway.
1: Yeah, so, it was Kaya and Child definitely.
0: Awesome. So they've been pretty much like the ones that you've stuck with like since then, because I know it's been those two and uh, I mean, like is, right? I, of course,
1: I have my other mains nowadays, but I still have my team for them. Gotcha. Uh, my, because Kaya and Child is a really good duo actually. Well,
0: yeah, because you got the uh, the the freeze and the uh, or the yeah the cryo and the and the hydro for the freeze comps, So they definitely work out well together. Yeah. But, uh, running through. On the Arquest, would you say that you have a particularly favorite region or a least favorite region?
1: Do I have a least favorite region? Can't really say I have a least favorite. My favorite region, though, is, of course, I got to give it to Fontaine because, you know, I do unironically love water levels.
0: Okay. Now, that surprises me, because when it came to Free regions, I totally would have said Enconomia.
1: For me? I mean, I love Enconomia, too, but I didn't think we were counting Enconomia and the chasm. Oh, yeah. Chasm. Why did I say chasm?
0: Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) You say it, how it's spelled. That's fine. But, But I mean,
1: mean, if you wanted to talk about my real favorite area, uh, I am a chasm enjoyer. Okay. And Enconomia enjoyer as well, but I do really like the chasm. Mainly because it's the only area in the game with dynamic music. Mm-hmm. And I am a sucker for dynamic music.
0: No, I, I completely I agree. I will
1: not shut up about the Paper Mario Origami King soundtrack.
0: <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, no, the Paper Mario, uh, pretty much anything Nintendo is great. Does like do game's like, Breath of the Wild doesn't have dynamic music, does it? It just kind of changes. It has
1: dynamic music, yeah. The does music it? changes, yeah.
0: Cause I know that when you run around, like it kind of runs into the whole like crazy piano. You're about it to has, die. Music.
1: It has dynamic music, like the fight, the battle theme in that game, for example, is dynamic music. Like okay. it changes depending on what's happening in the fight.
0: Gotcha. Okay, but I then think... of
1: course for games like Fire Emblem and Paper Mario, specifically Origami King, mm-hmm. they have that out of battle, in battle version yeah. of tracks. Or In Paper Mario's case, it's the thinking and actually in combat versions,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and that's um, and the chasm has the same thing,
0: okay? Yeah, because I with the that was sort of like the calmer
1: versions, and then when you encounter fight a foe, it has a more intense version,
0: yeah. Because my first experience with dynamics like that was with um, near automata in which you play through it's got this really nice over like oh like the overall That's music. That's another you're game scoring. I gotta get into. Oh so that that is probably if not the number one then like in my top like two or top three games of all time. Um uh I love it. I'll never play it again, but I love it.
1: Fair um, enough. Be, but uh, as far as Zuna like your Blade... music goes,
0: you would like that because it's got the whole oh, dynamic music thing going on. No no you're fine. I was just like, I love dynamic music too. And that's the game that turned me onto that as well as a bunch of other things. So if, if music's one of your big things, it's definitely going to be right up your alley, but yeah, yeah
1: no. Cause my first experience with that, with the dynamic music, was with fire emblem? Yeah. Um, um, a light from fire emblem fates is one of my favorite tracks. Mm-hmm. I would say it's one of my favorite, it's my favorite fates track. Okay. Uh, but it is also one of my top favorite tracks in the entire series, as well.
0: Nice, nice, nice. Now you were saying something about Xenoblade as well.
1: I was. uh, Xenoblade only has sort of one example of dynamic music, and it exists in the third game. Mm -hmm. One, maybe two.
0: Okay, because I know that you that you are like Xenoblade doesn't really have
1: dynamic music, but in the third game, there's like one, maybe two cases of it. Yeah, that are really good
0: okay now in terms of music what, what region would you say has your favorite music in the game because I know we were talking about how the chasm and not have dynamic battle music but what would no, you say
1: Economia doesn't uh, just oh, the yeah, chasm
0: just the chasm but what region would you say has your favorite soundtrack
1: my favorite soundtrack again oh <laughs>
0: The music one's a tough one because, like, I don't think there's it any region that has one. bad music. Like, it's all good music. It's really hard to pick just a favorite.
1: I know. Again, I might have to give it, if we're not counting the sub regions,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm going to give it to Fontana and Azuma. Okay. It's especially the battle music for both regions. Oh, I hate the Inazuma battle music so much, but I respect your opinion. I know you hate the Inazuma battle music, but I like it, so shut <laughs> yeah, up.
0: I know, no, it's all, it's all good. It's all about you today. This is uh, my episode.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but now, if we are including subregions like Chasm and Iquinomia, do they or Dragon Spine? So, do they fall on the spectrum anywhere?
1: I'm gonna have to give that probably to the Chasm again. Okay, because the air, the the um. The Chasm Nail Area music is one of my favorite is probably one of my favorite tracks in the entire game.
0: Oh, see, so I'm gonna have to go back and listen to it. I I remember Stories
1: cause... of Remote Antiquity.
0: Okay. Cause
1: I That's the name of one of the two. It's gotcha. either the battle version or the out of combat version. I cannot think of it off the top of my head right now.
0: I'm gonna have to go back because I rarely go back to the chasm unless it is to fight that The ruined serpent, but I don't like the chasm nail music.
1: The chasm nail area music specifically. Okay,
0: now do I have to be on the top part up there with the upside down? No, you just have to be in the area. Okay, all right. I'll I'll go back to there and I'll give it a listen to and uh, and let you know what I think about it. Uh, Because I, the castle's not one of my favorite areas. I got to think about being underground that I'm not a huge fan of. So. But I, I will definitely go back and give that a chance. Um, so, we did. So, your favorite region is Chasm. Your favorite music is from the Chasm. I'm
1: so, a Chasm enjoyer. What uh, can
0: I say? Apparently, <laughs> no. I'm, I'm gathering that like in, in very short order. Am I might definitely picking up on that? As far as like characters, what region do you think has your favorite spread of characters?
1: I'm going to... Mm, Sumeru. Okay.
0: Is there any any dynamic or any characters in particular that jump out at you?
1: I mean, I'll hate them in Cave for one. I knew I'll hate them was going to come up. I don't think I need to explain myself any further.
0: No. No, I knew I'll knew hate them was going to come up on the list. I, I felt that way. I'm one.
1: a huge I'll hate them in Cave enjoyer. Okay.
0: Oh man, she's uh, man, what else is there?
1: It's like all the favorites. Do you have like a least favorite character? Do I have a least favorite character? Yeah, that's a good question. Not that I could think of off the top of my head that every character that I specifically dislike the most.
0: Hmm, see, I feel like a lot of people have like their favorites, and they like, there's like one or two characters that they literally cannot stand. The fact that you don't, I mean, I appreciate that. I think that makes you a better person than most.
1: Because I, I have, <laughs> there's all the characters, mm-hmm. the characters that I like a little bit more than those, and then my favorites.
0: Okay. And so absolute favorites are Kaveh, and I'll hate them. And well, that's, I,
1: not, that's not all of them. Okay. Obviously. Not just those two, it's not all of them.
0: I mean, you're more than welcome to expand upon
1: the list. Do you want the list?
0: Absolutely.
1: We've got Farina, we've got Kazuha, we've got Yaimiko, we've got Raiden. She's really grown on me. Okay. Um, we've got Risley, of course, mm-hmm. Did
0: Risley took a lot longer to get on the list than I thought he would. I figured Risley was going to be up there a lot sooner.
1: They're not in any particular order.
0: Okay, okay, fair enough.
1: Um, You've got me thrown off now. Uh, what <laughs> was I? thorin um, Colombina. So, help. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <Fishel. coughs>
0: I I didn't see Fishel. I'm forgetting being somebody. That, no, Kaya,
1: Child, Dainsleif.
0: There's a lot of husbando characters in this list.
1: Uh, yeah, there is Ayato. Did I say Fischl? Yes, I did. You
0: did. You did. Fischl was kind of a surprise for me. I, I wasn't sure.
1: I love Fischl Okay,
0: cool. I like Fischl too. Fischl took a while to grow on me, but experiencing Fischl's character, especially in the Golden Apple event.
1: Oh really... no, her story in the Golden Apple Archipelago. It was like, Oh my gosh, she's just like me for real. Oh,
0: she's so good. Like, oh I loved everything about that. Her whole domain and everything was just great. I'm like, Yes, Fischl is the best.
1: Oh, did I man. say Cosmo? I'm pretty sure you did. You
0: did. You did. Okay. You did.
1: All right. Well, I think oh Nahita, there's another one. Okay. Did I say Farina? Yes, I did.
0: You did. Farina was up there early in the list too.
1: Yeah, she's just like me, guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is Toma on the list?
1: Oh yes, he is also on the list as well. Okay. There's just the list is just too long, guys.
0: <laughs> well, there's a huge cast of characters now, so you definitely got a lot to choose from. Um, as far as like going through, are there any particular like boss fights that you like or dislike? Like, they give you, like, the regular domain fights or the world bosses, the trounce domain bosses.
1: My favorite boss fight? Yeah. I'm going to say Apep.
0: Okay. And why would that be?
1: Um. Again, I'm a music enjoyer.
0: That's, that's a solid choice because I do think that Apep has the best boss music in the game.
1: Fun fact, that track was originally part of the leaked music of the chasm. Was it? Yes it was.
0: Wow, I did not know that. Well now so, you do. How did that work out?
1: I don't know. Like it was a it was found amongst like the beta files for the chasm.
0: Okay, well that, like that's with all the beta
1: weird. leaks for the chasm and stuff. Yeah. And it was uploaded to YouTube and I listened to it and I loved it. And then I have a video in my playlist for one of my worlds that combines that for the APEP version and the original beta version together. And it's really good.
0: Oh, that's kind of cool to see. I didn't know that they had, so did it release like with the original chasm or with like the perilous trail?
1: No, it wasn't in either of them. Oh, it was just like an unused beta track found in the files.
0: Oh, that's pretty awesome. I like that they had like things like that, like that far out. That that makes me that, that's that's pretty cool to find out. But no, I I completely. Agree. I think the APEP music is just absolutely great, and that that's actually the first thing that I saw that turned me on to a content creator called Sammy Zard, and he's actually a drummer, and he he's done like some like Genshin covers and oh, stuff that's like cool. that. Yeah. And one of the things that he did was he analyzed the music for um for the Apep fight.
1: Oh, I'm gonna have to watch that.
0: Yeah, and what it was is like it the the interesting thing is the music itself had some kind of like it's the way that the music is constructed. And it's like the natural occurring like pattern that's like in nature towards like a gradual increase. And I forget that the name of it is. And
1: oh, another thing about hmm. the APEP track is hmm. that it has the combat motif. Yeah. Theme in it too.
0: The, what do you mean the combat motif?
1: The sort of the um, you know, like the sort of the main combat theme for Monstat. Yeah. Um, the sort of that do 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 that's been seen in every other region since. Mm-hmm. It's okay. in that track as well.
0: Yeah, I can, I can, I can see that. And I'm, I'm like reflecting on the music like in my head. I, I can see what it is. The Fibonacci sequence is what it's called, and. I don't know if, you've ever, if you ever do anything with the music, but I actually had to look that up while we were talking about no, it. No,
1: I know what it is, though. I've definitely heard that term before.
0: Yeah, so apparently that's like a, 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 the thing that he that they liked about it was that it's a natural occurring, like it's a, something that occurs in nature and like a lot of things like flower growth and plant growth and things like that. And the fact that they use that pattern as well in, in the music kind of tied into the whole like plant theme for Sumeru as well. And I just thought that was a nice touch. But. Oh, yeah,
1: that that is really cool. I love little details like that.
0: Yeah. have If you say, since we did the bosses on there, would you say that you have a least or favorite domain that you like to do?
1: A least favorite domain?
0: Yeah, which is, which is probably going to be the Mondstadt domain, I'm going to assume. Yeah,
1: I don't think I have to answer <laughs> that question. I don't think
0: anybody <laughs> has to actually answer that question much. The
1: Monstat domains. Yeah. Dendro makes it bearable. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no. Dendro, especially Nahida, specifically makes that makes that domain an absolute. It makes it tolerable. But Yeah, no, that that domain completely sucks. Now I have to ask as well. It's like, and I feel like that we've that I've asked this before. But when it came back to your favorite to your favorite characters again, do you have any that are triple crowned?
1: Do I have any that are triple crowned? Yeah, I do. I think we've discussed this during. My during our um character discussion episode, mm-hmm. um, oh, I Hatham, I know, off the top of my head, I know all Hatham's triple crowned, Child's triple crowned, Kaya's triple crowned, Toma's double crowned, Risley's triple crowned, Sino is also double crowned, Yamiko yeah, only has one crown, I think,
0: yeah,
1: and Unless I'm forgetting somebody.
0: Got all the Dabber dudes oh, Cosmo all the is crowns. also
1: triple crowned. Cosmo's okay. also triple crowned.
0: Yeah, all the dudes I, got all I'm the triple somebody. crowns. I like that.
1: Unless, Yeah, unless I'm forgetting somebody, mm-hmm. that's it. Okay.
0: So, I like that, like, out of all the ones that have, like, the triple and the double crowns, so like, Yai Miko is, like, the one standout. That's, like, not a husband yeah, or a character.
1: Yeah,
0: Yai Miko still only has one crown. <laughs> oh. And I, I guess, I don't, I guess... Kazuha's not really like a husbando character because he's still kind of like that, the young boy kind of model, I guess. So, but yeah, everyone else got like Nuvelette and Er. I love
1: Kazuha. Yeah. Though I definitely think Farina has replaced him as my number one favorite playable character.
0: Farina is? For you?
1: For me, yeah. Okay. Because it was Kazuha for the longest time, but now I have to say it's probably Farina.
0: Really? I figured it would in have terms been
1: all playable Okay. Yeah.
0: I I can totally get that cuz I know like I think yeah, Milti was says like went all in on Furina cuz he was yeah. would well, say he I like he, went into the rainbows so or something. I yeah, Furina to out being really not great
1: be a Furina hater.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I started off as a Furina hater and uh, and she won me over as, nah, as
1: you guys all switched up on Furina so fast well
0: yeah and it's like and I, I stand by i am completely okay with being corrected and and changing so it's it's better to to learn later than to not at all it's not like i went through the arch on quest and they're like no i still hate her just on just because i have to but no she, she definitely won me over because she ended up having like a lot of fun personality uh and, and then that really took over for you but i still do think her design's stupid don't get me wrong i still don't like her costume uh I know, I know. No,
1: I know. you don't get it. <laughs>
0: no, just you don't get it. Uh I, I don't get the top hat. It's just nah. And, and not, no, not it's just her
1: whole design.
0: I know, I know. It is it, it, her, it, it,
1: her design is supposed to be more like princely and boyish. I know compared I... to Fossilor's. <laughs> She's supposed <laughs> to be the prince. I
0: I I get it and I I, I respect it and I appreciate it, but it's just ah! it's not my aesthetic, not my thing
1: violently shakes you <laughs> uh,
0: so in, in that regard when it comes to like because you're talking about things like fossil wars and firina and going to the archon quest stuff like that do you think you have a favorite archon quest a favorite region that had your favorite archon quest in it
1: my favorite archon quest yeah Oh like boy. which,
0: like, like which region would have your favorite Arkham quest? Or we could just say your favorite quest line at all. You could also say like the interlude chapters, or maybe a particular world quest that you really, really like. Like when you reflect, like what is something that that you would say ranks really, really high, if not top of your list? For me, yeah.
1: <laughs> Guess what? Hmm. Three for three for the chasm, baby. Three for th- okay,
0: chasm gets the triple crown as well. <laughs> And, and what, so if we which...
1: wanted to give it to just the archon quest and ignoring the Danesleaf quests. Mm-hmm. Uh that's really like a close tie between Sumeru and Fontaine.
0: Yeah. I, I I would agree with that. I think that I will agree with on the chasm, the entire thing with Danesleaf where we found like the history like the hilichurls and you know uncovering the curse of Conria and the up to da- upside down city and all that was a very very good interlude chapter.
1: The upside down city. Dude, that made me go crazy. It, it
0: was so good.
1: The fountain. The mm. fountain. And the fact that the fountain can be seen from the weird abyss space that you go in through through the book of revealing.
0: I remember that. I remember walking through like, <laughs> is that is that is that the upside down like the thing? And you were like, yes. <laughs> like in the discord. You're like, I know what this is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the city.
1: It's there. <laughs> oh,
0: it's so good uh it so the fact that we can like see that like being reflected back later on like i can't wait to see like what they're gonna do with like the door to to conrad that we have in the sumeru caves Dainsleaf,
1: buddy danesleaf yeah. where are you at
0: oh yeah he, he's Dainsleaf. gonna have to crack that open
1: danesleaf my guy where are you at <laughs> where but, are uh, you please yeah.
0: No, but I completely I completely agree with you as far as Archon Quest between Sumero and Fontaine though the, and it's not just like recency bias, but it's really just Hoyo, like learning how to write better as the game has gone on. From you, you can just tell from Monsat, Liway, Inazuma, Sumero, Fontaine, and I completely agree that both the Sumero and Fontaine archon quests were both really really good, and. Yeah, they really are just kind of neck and neck. I'm not sure, like, which way I would nudge it one way or the other, but I think maybe the Fontaine one, just for Mm. the final I know, I
1: think I'd have to agree.
0: Because I I loved a lot of what they did in Sumeru, you know, the whole breaking the heat out of prison, all the stuff with academia, watching, you know, Dea, Sino, (laughs) Kanis, I'll hate them, everybody come together to fight this big, like, you know, like, this orchestrated like heist and like jailbreak kind of thing was really really good but just seeing the payoff in fontaine and going through an experience in farina's story i feel like just did so much more but oh man oh yeah I'm i'm trying to like think about like what kind of like things like is there anything like specific about the game that you would say is is what's keeping you going right now that's keeping you invested and not just kind of like falling off because i know you said you haven't played like a lot like this past week because you've been you know busy with work and checking out new stuff but like what are you looking forward to in like the future of genshin is there anything that you that you I mean, that you of know course is it's, coming
1: it's the lore uh yeah. for one
0: and when you but say the like, lore, like, like, what part? Because
1: as in terms of, like, the story and, like, diving deep into the lore and seeing, like, what's going to come next with all the information that we have. Mm-hmm. Like, especially seeing what theories are going to come true or what more can we add to the theories that we already have. Yeah. Because the Book of Revealing was huge. That whole... Mm, the Ordo... The, the freaking Ordo, okay, mm. I, hmm, okay. <laughs> they drive me insane because it's like everything, every little thing in Fontaine pointed back at the Ordo, and I was like, can y'all not for five minutes? No. <sighs> I'm trying to learn about this cool rock over here. What does it have to do with you guys? But then it ends up all being important and it ends up all tying together and it's just ah. yeah. <laughs> Now the
0: thing now here's something I actually want to ask you like and there's something I want to ask you particularly because it okay. feels like to me like a lot of the deeper story elements, a lot of the stuff that's going on between like the Abyss and Celestia and Conria and everything else is all, like, locked behind uh, books or scrolls and unvoiced quests and things like that. Do you feel like that is a shortcoming of Genshin's? Like, do you feel like that takes away?
1: The books? No. The unvoiced quests, especially long ones? Mm -hmm. Definitely.
0: Because... When it when it comes out because like, the
1: books i don't have the the books I don't have an issue with at all but it's the long unvoiced story quests
0: and i just its so
1: lore heavy like I don't mind reading through them I love reading through them yeah like but I,
0: I feel like for like the most like for a lot of the player base though is like a lot of it gets lost because when it goes on for that long and it's unvoiced like people have a hard time staying focused. When it's like a lot of just reading. And I feel like that's so much of like the real... And all like, of
1: the important info being locked behind Unvoiced Story Quest. Yeah. It's definitely annoying. That's for sure. Yeah, because like all but of then like, of course you have all the lore people who are able to keep up on it. And so you, you kind of got to respect them for it. Yeah, and, and I absolutely
0: do. But the fact that we have like things like Inko meal was such a lore dive. But oh
1: Enconomia. Like, I love Enconomia so much.
0: Yeah, but the entire area was unvoiced, so it's kind of like how much how much did people miss just because they were trying to get through the area or to like find chests and questing? Yeah. And but then you like go and you'll find things like what's going on with this character? What happened in this place? And it's all locked like, oh, researchers notes number two or or and things like that that are just like locked away and if you don't you know the find books it...
1: the books and pages i don't have an issue with because you know that's something you'd have to probably go out of your way to find and if yeah. you find it you get lore info congratulations the long quests i can yeah. see why people are you know upset about the quest and i'm definitely in that camp too that i think that maybe they should also be voiced
0: yeah and I, I feel like that there are like some things that you could have like locked behind those kinds of like like the books and the scrolls and the things one like thing that.
1: Though, yeah, the one thing though that'll get on my nerves is mm-hmm. important lore locked behind limited time events.
0: Oh yeah, everything no. with
1: Albedo, the whole thing with Scaramouche. Yep.
0: yep. No, a, a lot Anything of that. Else? No idea. Uh, the, right. I, I wasn't around for any of the Albedo stuff, all the Yula stuff. No, nope, I wasn't here for any of that, so I don't get any of it. Um, there, there, there's rumors they're going to put in a thing that we can, you know, I will send
1: you Albedo lore info if you would like it.
0: I've gone back and I've watched like playthroughs and like coverage and things like that. So I've like got some like inkling of an idea, but the fact that I wasn't able to go through and experience it for myself is extremely frustrating. And also, and doubly so because I can't go back us. So I can't go like, oh, well, I'm going to go back and play this archived event because it's it's just not there. And it just like another thing, shit.
1: Unreconciled Stars, the very first flagship event in this game,
0: mm-hmm. it's
1: so lore important. Like we came back to that in like Sumeru.
0: Yeah, I... Uh... It's like,
1: it was like, it's from like back in the freaking day and everything. And it's now it's suddenly relevant again.
0: And that's one of my things, like, there's a lot of things that are, like, important that have to be called to that have to be referenced. And if you don't have, like, these limited time events or if you didn't do, like, you know, the deep dive into the history of certain areas and, like, what's going on, like, you can be lost to a lot of it. And why I think that you can still appreciate the game like a surface level. Like, oh, I like these characters. I can play through the Archive Oh, yeah. Quest. You
1: definitely can still appreciate this game without going into a deep dive of the lore. That's but for certain.
0: But there's so much of a subtext of things that are going on or that have happened that there's like a whole other world that you were just completely oblivious to. For and, sure. And, and, that, and that drives me crazy. But yeah, I, I, I didn't know how you felt about like Things like the books being hidden away or the, the unvoiced. Books,
1: the books, that's fine. That's to be expected. It's the unvoiced quests mm-hmm. a little bit for me because I don't mind reading. I love yeah. reading. And the my main issue is important lore locked behind limited time events. Okay. I
0: I, I completely agree that's with you. That's my main so. beef. <laughs> I said, I'm, I'm hoping that the rumors that Gidgen is going to implement an archive system where we can replay old events is, is true. But please they, i, like... I want
1: to play i want to play the first albedo event so bad at least i just want to watch the cutscenes. yeah i'm it's so like, upset that it's uh
0: like i don't even need like the gems or rewards or things like that but if they could just put it in so we can experience these like you know important events that we missed then that would be great even just to play through the story but i don't know because like uh, like the other mobile game I got, you know, the Nike, you know, the, the anime, the booty shooter game actually has okay. <laughs> actually I started putting in a couple months ago an archive system. we like, hey, you know, we had these like past events. There's like, you know, the the pilgrim event and then there's like, you know, the animal event, stuff like that. And you can go through and you can play through the thing. And while they, they don't unlock like the limited shop or anything like that, but you can play through experience the story. And get like the rare wallpapers or whatever that were given for completing the event. You can still go back and do that now. It's like, hey, here's an unlock thing. Like we have keys to unlock character chapters. They do kind of do that for the archive events in that game. So it's like, hey, here's a key. Go unlock an event of your choice if you haven't had a chance to play it. And you can go and you can unlock it, play through it, experience the story, get a cool wallpaper, and you're good. And it doesn't hurt anybody. It doesn't. You're not. You don't have to worry about missing out on anything really because it's going to be archived. And I think I think Star to Star Rail have a
1: archive system. I think they do. To my knowledge, yes. When I checked into it the other day, mm-hmm. um, I did see that they had a thing we can go back and watch the cutscenes. Okay. So, so I'm gonna say yes. It does essentially have an archive system. Cool. All
0: right. Yeah. So it they'll... definitely
1: was not there when the game first released. At least well, not to my knowledge. Yeah.
0: Well, that would make sense because there wasn't an in, in the archive yet. But yeah, so if they, if they can do it on that and maybe it's going to be easier on Honkai because Honkai again is like, you know, kind of an isolated turn based, not world exploration heavy game. But I do feel like they absolutely do need something like that for for Genshin. But I feel like that the problem that comes with that is that whenever you do world events or things like that, it can really like, lock down an area like if you're not careful. In which, like, you know, if if you're doing like one quest, it could like override, like, oh, well, you can't take part in this quest because the character is tied up in another quest, and they'll be like tied up. Yeah, in... but
1: they fixed that, in... they fixed that in Genshin. Remember?
0: They 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 did, they did. Um, so, but I feel like that that's still probably a bit of a wrench in implementing something like this in Genshin. I just feel like there's a lot more involved to it as opposed to something like like Nige or hunk high or what what have you so but i i remain hopeful and i really hope that those And you're allowed are to
1: be yeah. your feelings are valid oh thank
0: you um do you have as we're getting ready to wrap up fontaine um because we're gonna have after lunch right we're expected to have one more fontaine expansion because we have to be able to finish our fountain our statues all that good stuff what are your hopes for natland do you have anything super crazy that you're looking forward to or that you hope is going to happen
1: anything that i hope is going to happen in natland
0: yeah and it could be I, per, story character, for character whatever well, for
1: story and lore i hope we get more information on the dragons that's okay. just a given yeah but as well, for characters personally i think it would be really awesome if you get a character that was like ephraim from sacred stones it just personality-wise, that's sort of brash, like, it's like, I never, it's like, you know, the, he never picks a fight that he doesn't win. Okay, so. Type of personality, the sort of hot-headed.
0: I just hot-headed ready to go and get into it. Sort of
1: guy, exactly.
0: Okay, I'm cool with it, because we got kind of like, I guess, like, because Kaya is like, technically, like, kind of royalty, isn't he?
1: Uh, Like potentially yes.
0: Potentially yes, but he's kind of like that, like snarky, kind of like laid back, like lackadaisical. So you want somebody Mm -hmm. that's just kind of like a hot, like ready to go and pick a fight, and just kind, just kind of a douchebag.
1: No, not a douchebag. Not in the douchebag sort of way. Just like the sort of hot headed, um, raring to go.
0: Does do you think
1: I'm going to fight you, and there's nothing you can do about it?
0: Okay, I I can see. I was going to ask if, like, Ito fell in that realm, but I feel like Ito's more of, like, a boyish, like, yeah. To a
1: degree he does, but Mm -hmm. not in the same way that Ephraim does.
0: Okay. I'm trying to do...
1: I definitely do think the two characters, Ito and Ephraim, would get along, though. That is one thing for sure.
0: Okay, because they would just hold that that very outgoing, ready-to-go... That sort of
1: competitive nature.
0: (laughs) I'm, I'm down for it. As opposed to Nouvelle and uh, and Zhang being very similar, and Zhongli actively avoiding Nouvelle.
1: Yeah, I don't know if you guys saw my message about um, Nouvelle and his whole thing with the Archons.
0: Oh no 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 after no! the we, episode, we, yeah, I, I did, and that was stuff I kind of I had an idea of for. That's what I mentioned on that one. I'm pretty sure that Nouvelle was going after the Archons, and the fact no, that they were in the UI it's like oh. Dang, Zhongli, you just missed him. And it's like and Zhongli
1: I... was like, I know.
0: <laughs> he's like, uh-huh, yeah. Like, you um, knew that Zhongli was, was dodging And I was
1: like, no, because <laughs> he looks at the Traveler when he's like,
0: mm. Like, mm. sort of
1: side-eye, he gives the Traveler. <laughs> I was like, bro. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I I can't wait to see more of that, like, come into.
1: Oh, in, the cra- in crazy my... detail about that, all right. Yeah. Um, In Nuvolet's voice line for Zhongli. Mm-hmm. What he refers to Zhang Li as is seen in the limited event weapon we got from the Anconomia event.
0: Okay, I'm I don't have that one, so can you help me out?
1: I Deus or or something like that.
0: Okay. So what it's, what is what does he do? Like what's the reference? Is it like a derogatory remark the, or something? Or? I, don't,
1: I don't exactly have it cleared off the top of my head i just know that that's a connection okay it's a really funky connection huh. for sure
0: so new Valette, then something in economia the economy event and then to john lee
1: yeah because okay. it's there's a title or name mentioned in the lore of the economy weapon yeah that is when it that's in new Valette's line for john lee
0: oh well, that'll be cool. You yeah, have to go and look that up, though, because the, the yeah, whole have thing to of... to
1: refresh my lore on that myself. I just remembered that that's a piece of information that I know.
0: Nice. Yeah, because the whole thing with Nuvalet just having it, you know, just not having it with the, with the Archons, and then Zhongli actually dodging him, like, during Landon, right? I'm kind of like, cool. There's going to there's gonna be some fun things to come out of this. I think it's going to be really interesting. Now, with that being said, in terms of the dragons and the Archons and stuff... Do you have any expectations for the Pyro Archon and Dragon?
1: Do I have any explanation or no? Do I have any expectations
0: mm-hmm. or any like?
1: Gotta be honest, I am not really sure. I've haven't really been following Alan Leach leaks that much, admittedly.
0: Yeah, I haven't either. I
1: just hope it goes well. I just hope the writing doesn't fall off. Mm-hmm. That is my one wish.
0: You know mm-hmm. what? After Sumeru, the way that Fontaine I was hope, written, I hope I'm not worried about it. I
1: hope they don't mess this up. I hope they don't mess this up.
0: <laughs> I, to, As far as like narrative and story writing goes, I I can't see that happening. Not with as strong as Sumeru and Fontaine have been. It's just consistently gotten better and better. So I'm I'm really excited to see what they do with it. But I know like a lot of like, People keep like escalating, like how the dragons and the archons are being handled in each story, and so like the big rumors that like like people are like wondering like is the way things have been going is like the pyro archon like already dead, and is that like why the nation's at war or like what's going on. So I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty stoked to see what happens in that one because all I know is, is
1: I'm excited to see more dragons.
0: Yeah, yeah, dragons the, the, are la- awesome. Land of War and Dragon, So I'm kind of curious: Are we going to see like dragon people? Do you think?
1: Oh, that would be sick! I personally think that'd be awesome.
0: I mean, I could you imagine seeing like like dragon people on there, and then having like one become like a playable character? I would cry. <laughs> well, don't don't do that. I'm not sure if they'll do like the whole thing with like um, uh, what's his name in uh in Fire Emblem. White hair, the the dragon side, because you know like like Tiki and all them.
1: Oh, the Manticuits.
0: Yeah. So oh, it's, yeah. It's, no, I don't so, see
1: that happening either. But that would be cool.
0: That would be cool.
1: I just want to play. Well, I should have pulled a for Nouvelle if I wanted to play as a dragon, but oh. I just dragons.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I love dragons.
0: Now, as far as, like, you are talking about, like, knew like and, like, dragons, we were talking about, like, you know, what have we got as a playable character. Are there any, like, playable characters, like NPCs, that we have come across in the story or events that you would like to see become playable?
1: Can I play as an Abyss Lector, please? I want to play as Enjo. Enjo? From Enconomia?
0: Refresh my memory again. It's been a long time since I've been in Enconomia. How
1: dare you? I mean, help. <laughs> he's the, he's the, uh, the, he's the, uh, pyro bislector guy that's with us for like the oh, entire story. Like yeah. he starts as like a normal guy and then he betrays us and he's like, and he's like, you know, the whole, like, um, I mean, I totally did betray them line.
0: Yeah. No, I, okay. Yep. All right. Yeah, it, it's yeah, slowly him. coming back to me.
1: Yeah.
0: I gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha. So, Love and Joe. I I love like how like dedicated you are to like these sub area regions like, with... and
1: also on the, I know you're hold that thought also mm-hmm. Jet.
0: Mhm. I mean, Jet's my I choice. Want her to
1: be yeah. I want Jet. Jet to be playable too.
0: Yeah. J- Jet but is one what you were saying. Yeah. Uh. Well, now now you just got me going off on about about Jet because now I want to go into to natland and like. And the fighting and the war and see her come back and become playable. That's that's what I want.
1: That w- oh my gosh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. But you oh. were talking about my love for the sub areas.
0: Yeah, it's just like like whenever normally like when you like talk to like other players and other people and things like that, when the games like, Oh, you know, I like, you know, like Dalton and Fair, like, Oh, you know, we really like Inazuma because, you know, like like the music, like the samurai and, you know, like Ryan Shogun and stuff like that. Or you know, I like Liyue, and I like you know, I'm thinking Zhang Li, and the you know Lantern Rite always kicks off. We really like Lantern Rite, and they're always expanding on these in Liyue. It's always really really great, and everybody always has like their favorite of the main regions, which is to be expected. And I feel like areas like the Chasm, Dragonspine, Enconomia, like these sub area regions, don't get as much love as i feel like they really deserve because True. love
1: dragonspine's
0: music by the way oh yeah no i can sit down and just listen to the dragonspine soundtrack on repeat and just let it play um i actually do that sometimes at work i'll just let that play in the background cuz it's so relaxing but i feel like that these regions get lost a lost a lot like dragonspine gets forgotten a lot because people hated the mechanic um but you, and I feel like that the chasm out of the three probably gets the least amount of hate because we got things like perilous trail out of it that let us go through the chasm and people kind of associate those together. But these areas always get a lot of, they get, they get forgotten and kind of lost in the mix because, you know, their, their quests go on for like such a long time. And like we said before, none of it's voiced as opposed to all the stuff we're doing in the overworld and I feel like that does such a disservice because these areas are so rich for the world and for you know the the, the mystique and everything that goes on behind the scenes and things that we you don't notice until you learn about it and then you make those connections to the things that we are experiencing in the world, you're like, wow. So that's where this comes from. Oh, so that's what this means, or that's what this is a reference to, or that's where this came from. And it's such a disservice to these areas, I feel. And
1: yeah, it really is. Yeah, and and I, I, and I, I can completely understand the hate. I completely get it. But I just, if nobody's gonna love them, then I will. And the, and the thing is,
0: like, I don't feel like a lot of people actually hate these regions. I feel like if anybody hates anything about a region regions because of mechanic. People don't hate Dragon Spine. They hate the cold mechanic.
1: I mean, hey, that's valid. I hate the cold too.
0: Yeah. It's like, I didn't hate the chasm. I just hate being underground. But the chasm was, was still a really cool experience. Like exploring and going through with the giant mushroom. It's got a lot of cool stuff that goes on. The whole thing with the underground city fighting that upside down our uh, the statue was like mind blowing.
1: The the whole upside down city, it yeah. is in, in and of itself, is so
0: cool. It, it, it is, it is, it's it is such a cool thing to see. And like Inkonomiya was so, so lore heavy, so many kind of unique things that were going on with it.
1: But and also, it how was... the weapons scattered around the place there match up with Child's Hydro weapons. Say what now? The, the ruined weapons that you can mm. find scattered around Enkonomiya line yeah. up pretty well with Child's Hydro weapons. Do they? Yes, they do. They're oh. pretty much almost an identical match.
0: Oh, that's awesome. So that's that's even better. Um, But yeah, so I, I think that like a lot like what like especially like this is a prime example of like that's something that is just such a cool tie-in that just gets, you know, it gets lost in the weeds. And yeah yeah I, I, to, I would just going back to i just think it's, it's so great that with you being as lore heavy and attentive as you are like finding a specific, like a, a really high appreciation for this is kind of like a big breath of fresh air because it's just something so different and that's that's one of the big things i like about you having know, on that's, the show. that's
1: really sweet of you to say to be honest
0: yeah, it, but I mean, it is—it's—it's it's such a unique thing.
1: I, I'm really glad that I can provide a breath of fresh air.
0: <laughs> yeah, you do, you do. I, I say it's—it's it's such a unique approach and appreciation that you bring, that we're not going to get out of the average player. If I'm completely honest, and there are there are people that do love the lore that you know, like Tales of Tavat, like their entire show is all like deep dives into like characters. I know and I'm going to have to have like that. a conversation with the person who runs that at some point. <laughs> I think that you would totally get on with them because of how much they love to talk about, like, the things that nobody else notices. I, I think that they are, like, total, like, your jam. And I, I would love if you could do something with them. I I would I fully support that idea. Um, because people think that, you know, oh, well, we're a podcast, and Genshin Guys is a podcast, and Shade Chambers is a podcast, and, oh, well, we're all, like, you know, we're, we're competitors. But we're not. We're not. We all love the same thing. We're all on the same team. Like we we love we all share the same love for this game and the world and the lore and the characters and everything. And it's not like, you know, It like listen, like podcast listeners are not a pie. You know, it's like, oh, well, because you listen to Shade Chamber this week, you can't listen to our show or because you listen to us. You can't go and listen to Genshin guys like you listen, listen to all of it. Take it all Listen in.
1: to whoever you want to listen yeah, to. Whoever you
0: like and whoever you vibe with the most, whether it's us or them or whoever, I mean, go for it. I just stumbled across a new one that came across that I didn't know up that I got to look up onto. They followed uh, they followed me in the show on I know.
1: They followed me, too. Was, was I it? wanted to get in contact with them, but I couldn't figure out how.
0: Yeah, it's, it's Moonlit Alley, I think. Moonlit Is it?
1: Alley, yeah. Yeah.
0: So I'm actually going to give them a listen sometime this week, and I want to see what they're all about because that's that's another one that we can add to this family of great shows for for this game that we all love. And I'm literally like talking, like flailing with my hands right now, like I'm preaching to somebody.
1: But, I know I was doing it earlier too. <laughs> so I was gesturing wildly <laughs> but when no, we were uh, talking about Farina.
0: Yeah, and and again, just just to bring it all back, and it's like I just I I love the different approach that you bring to it. And
1: you know, no, thank you, it's, thank it's, you so much. That no, no, no. I mean, <laughs> th- th- thank me you so for happy. doing it. So
0: I, I'm, I'm glad, and we're definitely glad to have you here. And I'm glad that we've actually gotten to use this episode to get to know you more, as far as your favorite characters, your favorite regions, the things that you like, and why. Um, I mean, not only just for me, but for our listeners, just to try and get to know, you know, who who we're talking with, you know, all the time. So no, th- this has been great, and I've I've had a lot of fun actually having this discussion with you
1: you yeah, know i'm glad i yeah. know it can be a bit of a hot mess
0: no no you're, you're fine you're fine and the biggest thing we had we had a lot of technical issues but we've got all that hammered out now everything's coming through great you're doing great um is there anything else before we get ready to do a question of the week that you would like to add about yourself as a personal plug share some interests, anything like that
1: i mean i don't know i'd also I wanted to mention this earlier on, but I didn't get to was hmm. um that Xenoblade was the reason why I wanted to play Genshin because I wanted another open world RPG to play.
0: Okay. Yeah. Cause I know you're a huge Xenoblade Chronicles person, like big, big, big.
1: Huge Xenoblade but, enjoyer.
0: Yeah. Like, like if it, it's if... also
1: one of the main reasons why I love writing and world building and just character making in general.
0: Yeah, and the one like
1: the... I said, like Xenoblade Chronicles manages to sneak its little way in into every single thing that I make.
0: Yeah. Um, I will say something about Xenoblade that I did find funny is that one of the the characters you can get in Xenoblade Chronicles 2, I think it is. Um yeah. there's one of the characters you can get, and she's kinda like I can't really describe, but she's got these like this, like, thing behind her. It. has got these, like, two huge, like, muscular arms. Yeah. And, yeah. And so, I didn't understand this character. I saw that. A buddy of mine says, like, hey, you have to like this character. And I'm like, why? And I guess it's because the person that created that character is one of the, the like, the the mangaka and one of the military advisors for the girls in Panzer manga and anime.
1: Oh, I see.
0: And I was like, I don't know how that turned into this. But, yeah, so... he's Good like, for them. Yeah, he's like, you have to play Xenoblade Chronicles 2, and you have to like this character because of this reason. I'm like, great. So it's just it's just a very bizarre just tie-in that kind of One caught of out One yeah. of us.
1: One now, of us. One of us.
0: Yeah, well, I will say that I already love a lot of Xenoblade character designs. Anyway, like Saitom. Um, S- I think his name is like Saito... Sait- 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 like Mutsu, I I forget I forget his full name.
1: Spell his name for me.
0: <laughs> well, the, he goes underneath the the artist named Saitom S A I T O M. He did the character designs for Pyra Mithra, like a lot of the Pira? core characters. Pyra or Pyra? I, it's Pyra. Pyra. Okay. And so, is it yeah, Mithra Pira, then? Pyra Mithra. Okay. Mithra. Yes. Yeah. So he did the he did the designs for them. Um. But he also did. He's done a lot of other stuff that I really like. He did the designs for um, Expelled from Paradise, which is a CGI anime movie that's actually getting a second movie here pretty soon. Oh, well, that, that sounds cool. Love. Yeah. Um, he does a lot of stuff that that's really, really good. I really like their artwork. Um, but yeah, so I'm not quite sure how I got off on that. But I know that if it wasn't for Genshin, like there would be two games I associate you with, and that would definitely be Fire Emblem and Xenoblade.
1: And that's the point. That's yeah. the whole point. <laughs>
0: yeah, and, and I hope that as over uh, Unicorn Overlord carries on, I would really hope you get swept up into it. I hope that that joins up on oh, the list. Because... I already am. Don't worry. Good, because I love the NOLAware stuff, and I really want to get into this as well. I've just got like 1,500 other things going on right now. But I have the demo downloaded on my PS5, and you got it on the Switch, right?
1: Yeah, I have it on my Switch.
0: Okay, cool. All right, well, let's... Uh... Let's go into do a question of the week, and we'll get ready to wrap it up. Does that sound like a plan?
1: Mm-hmm. That sounds good.
0: All right. So this was actually an interesting one. This actually got posted today um, by a new user that we got. So this week, our question of the week is by Everlasting Pegasus, which right off the get-go, that's a great username.
1: I think um, they've been in the server for a while, just not super active.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, cool. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad to see them uh, tie in something here. But uh, everlasting Pegasus asks, "Who do you think, if visions could be revoked by Celestia, would get their vision revoked, and why?" And like the immediate response, I think in the Discord channel was like somebody said, "Dory."
1: Yeah, (laughs) I
0: heard right out the get go, and it's like, well, I mean that that probably would have been my answer. Um, I didn't. I haven't even looked up as to why like Dory got her vision in the first place
1: yeah so i don't maybe, know either i don't ask me <laughs>
0: yeah i'll actually have to go and look up uh her voice lines if i had that unlocked i probably don't even have it unlocked because i haven't done anything with dory so i'll have yeah, to well, google there's always it. the wiki yeah exactly i do wikipedia oh man um who do i think would get their vision like revoked i
1: have my answer
0: <laughs> oh go for it
1: I came up with my answer literally before we started recording. Okay. This may seem like a wild one, but my choice is Farina. Oh. Because hers was not given by Celestia, assuming Visions are exactly given by Celestia. It was given by the Sovereign.
0: Yeah, because Celestia would probably see that. you
1: know, Celestia and the Sovereign's got beef. So, Mm. of course, if Celestia were capable of taking away Visions, who's to say they wouldn't just yoink? immediately that's, take that away as soon as they get the chance
0: yeah because she's got that whole like she just got you know spit in the eye by folk by fossil and everything else too so that, that totally makes it that's a great answer like just like thinking like i'm thinking like oh what who, who what character I, mean, course, I think is yeah, undeserving like, whole, like,
1: like to you know to first deceive to heavenly principles you must first deceive yourself so yeah. like and all that fun stuff so obviously they fooled Celestia there. But to but for Celestia to be like, hey, wait a minute. We didn't give that person a vision. Yeah. Who did that?
0: That is that is such a good answer. I didn't even think about that. But yeah, Celestia would be like, oh, you're going to do that? You're going to try to pull the wool over my eyes. What, yoink.
1: Yeah. Ha ha. <laughs> that is that so good. That lo- given by us.
0: <laughs> I love that answer so much. Um oh. so
1: stupid like hey, hey, where'd you get that?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Man, Where I'm did like where'd you get that? But so like now I'm like trying to like come up with a, I, I'm not gonna have an answer it's as okay. good as that. It's just not going to happen. i feel like I don't know, like Sayu because Sayu just wants to be lazy doesn't do anything. Sayu has like no ambition. I know like Sayu is like kinda like the freedom and win this way that but Sayu doesn't do anything unless you absolutely force her to. Uh, I mean,
1: hey, that's the element of freedom for you.
0: It, it, it is, and it ties in kind of, so. Oh, man. No, I've, I've got nothing after after what you just said.
1: Again, like, this is my episode. Yeah, it
0: totally is, and you completely just stomped me on the question of the week, so well done and you. And I
1: came up with this literally right before we started.
0: <laughs> oh, that's so great. No, I'm just, I'm just imagining it like. Like Nouvelle and Celestia just going back and forth and trying to give for a division and taking it away and giving it and taking it away It's just it's a lot funnier in my head than it is when I'm just saying it. But yeah,
1: no, so, I get it.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, um, wow, yeah, Everlasting Pegasus, a great question. Um, so you got one really great answer to that um, from Emerald, and then one I have no freaking clue from me.
1: I know because uh, I was initially stumped, too, and I'm sitting there reading that question. I was like, I don't think I'm going to have an answer tonight. And then I was like, oh. Yeah. And then I started telling you about Farina and her vision. And then I was mm-hmm. like, wait a minute.
0: Yeah. And, and the whole thing of how Farina's vision is unique because it's got the uh, the claws and stuff on it. to claw opposed-
1: markings on it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's that's so that's so cool. Such a neat little detail. I never would have noticed that if you hadn't said something. Like I never would have, that never would have occurred to me at all. You can all.
1: see it especially clear in the um, animation where she gets her vision.
0: I mean, I'm sure, but that is not a detail that I would have noticed. I would have just like you know, it's like you know, forest for the trees. It's just been like a thing like oh, I I just see a vision. Very cool. Like that those little marks like in the corners. I would have never noticed. Like that would have gone. Right past and until somebody said like, hey, that's actually different that I like you said it was different. I had to go and Google it and see them side by side. And even when I saw them side by side, I had to like really like narrow my eyes and look at it to tell the difference.
1: Exactly. It's the little details. Most people tend to miss them. And that's why a lot of people think us Lauren Joyers are crazy.
0: Yeah, I mean, that that definitely ties into the theme of this episode. So, wow, that was uh... what?
1: that I'm crazy.
0: Well, I mean, amongst other things
1: oh all right well. <laughs> <laughs> a, a little bit of cra-
0: no, a little bit of crazy is what keeps things interesting so no this is um yeah everyone this this has been a really fun episode i'm really glad we got to do this with you so it's uh it's it's been a while coming um so yeah pro- i'm
1: glad too that i finally got my proper introduction
0: <laughs> yeah no no this was good this was good and so i'm thinking probably next week we'll probably uh we'll dive into a character chapter uh barring that nothing super crazy comes out between now and then
1: for sure and if you can't do it then you know what i'll do it
0: <laughs> I, i'm sure you will awesome so uh everybody uh if you uh if you've enjoyed this episode and uh and what you know want to engage with us more find us on twitter on blue sky uh at hoyocast uh you can also join our discord server um our, for some reason, the discord.gg forward slash the resonance link uh, wasn't working. I'm not sure if it's because we came off of 15 boosts or not. Uh, but there It is might have been. Yes, but there is a link, uh, invite link to our discord at pinned to the top of our Twitter account. So if you want to visit us again at HoyoCast, uh, you can find the link there. the invitations are open, feel free to come and join our community and uh, just engage with us and have a really good time uh emerald is there any, anything else you'd like to plug in you know where we can find you or anything you'd like to say
1: um i mean i'm kind of just really active on discord i do have a blue sky as well um at emerald Rhine. and then i also have a twitch with the same username
0: awesome sweet so yeah we'll have to. I need you to force
1: myself it. to stream b3313 i need to force myself to stream it so i actually play it Oh, instead yeah. of not just a brief session <laughs> i don't know if i told you about that yet it's a really funky super mario 64 rom hack called b3313 it's really it's something all right
0: b3313 i'll three. Lo- I'll I'll look into it not look at i don't do a whole lot of pc gaming but i will i will check it out and uh if, if you if you stream it i will tune in how's that sound like a deal
1: yeah that sounds good
0: okay awesome uh, everybody, uh, thank you very much for listening. This has been episode 92 of The Resonance, and we hope you've uh, enjoyed getting to know Emerald. Uh, I've actually got to learn a couple things uh, this episode. So, um, everybody, I guess uh, continue on joining the, uh, the Last Battle of Lantern right, Get in there and cook those dishes, do your combat events. And, again, maybe next week we'll jump into either Navia or Cloud Retainer's character chapters, so you can look forward to that. And uh, with that, we're going to go put a bow on it. So have yourselves a great week, and we will see you next time. And until then, ad astra, abyssos.
1: Ad astra, abyssos.